tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Man, Spencer, we should have waited one day to do the nerd report we did yesterday. Oh, no. One more day. Uh, Emily, you missed it because you were getting your Brazilian butt lift. Uh, <laughs> we, looks great. We were talking about uh, Grand Theft Auto and have been playing it a lot. Yeah. And there's always rumors of news. There's always like websites that are like, this is what the map's going to look like in the new game, but it's always oh, yeah. made up. Rumored leaks, they're going to announce something this week. But officially from Rockstar, last <laughs> night we actually did get news that they're going to uh, have a trailer in December. No way! So, oh my gosh. Thank goodness. Now you guys will never shut up about it. But now we're getting announcements for announcements, essentially. Yeah, um, but it's just because people are so like aggressive about things. You it's know, been they 10 need years. it now. They need it now. I mean, I agree with that too, but it also has been 10 years and there's articles that have been out discussing the fans, like Emily's saying, getting sort of a, a little upset that they just Restless. haven't really heard anything. Now, yeah. I think we would have heard something far sooner if. Some jerks haven't been leaking stuff over the past few years. Well, you know? maybe the the other thing is is they wanted to get ahead of leaks as well. Like, you know, a lot of the companies, especially Rockstar, they're pretty good at, at running a type shit. But when you're developing a video game, you have a lot of contract employees and outside work and stuff that's done. So it's hard to keep things in. But, you know, I'm excited. There's a new one. They they could just keep doing the Skyrim method where they just no. announce a new Skyrim <laughs> no. that's the same every year on a new platform or something like, like that. Yeah. You can get a new horse with this one. They're like just different editions, yeah. Again yeah. and again and again. And again. So that's, you think, that's my uh, favorite video game. What have they not done yet in Grand Theft Auto? Like in terms female of... That's what I was going to say. Like a female main character. That's do you think they're going to incorporate that? That's one of the big rumors. Um, yeah. So, no, yeah, that's pretty much so. confirmed. It's a male and female. I don't believe it's confirmed until... I mean, sure, but once when Rockstar... When the developer announced it, that, that's when it's confirmed. Yeah. That means it's confirmed, not when... Bloggers got leaks and stuff like that. That's true. I mean, they, it is in the development process. It could be something that they take out, you know? Yeah. That's true, CJ. Very much true. Even though I'd like for it to be true already, and I'd like to have the info so I can, uh, I don't know, hang on for the next five years for whenever yeah. it gets finished. <laughs> uh, and that's why they have to have an announcement before the announcement. Exactly. I will say, one nerd report several months back, I just made up a lie about Rockstar in uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, and it looks like it came true. I said there was going to be a big announcement at the beginning of next year. Um, just made it. I said my sources have confirmed. I, I got to find this tape, but I completely just made that up. It was a throwaway at the very end of a nerd report. Mm. Just completely lied and said I have mm. sources that confirm there will be info on a new Rockstar game uh, at the end of the year. Early next year, I think, is where I was really heading with that. You know just what? lied about it. And look at it. I, my lie yeah. came out to be true. I believe you, mostly because I don't want to have to go and you know find the archives. But the that record. makes it more fun. So, Spenny, if you don't <laughs> mind, go. Uh, I know. That's the sound of having to know. That's the sound of having to listen back to the show. Dr. Livingston, I presume. It's Dr. Livingston Day. That's actually not what it's called, but if you've ever heard the phrase, uh, it was, you know, once cliche back in older movies and cartoons. Dr. Livingston, I presume. Uh, we got that phrase on this day in history. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to do some half-assed history to explain to you how and where this came from. Are we ready to travel back in time, gang? I'm scared. Ah, where are we? We're all the way back in the mid to late 1800s. Oh, oh is that why I'm dressed like this? Absolutely. And you shouldn't be talking. I'm smelly. It smells <laughs> weird. So back, uh, back then, there was an obsession with finding the source of the Nile River in Africa. On top of that, uh, we were peak colonialism. So a lot of smaller world powers, Belgium, the United States, other, other countries, were uh, Germany, were trying to stake their little flag on what chunks of the globe hadn't been divided up by the British, Spanish, French, etc. Uh, and Africa was a hot place to go. And while looking for the Nile, they discovered a massive river that has, I think it has more output than any other river in the world, the Congo. Ah, 
So the I've Congo, been on that ride in Schlitterbahn. Well, it's a little different. Oh, uh, I will say it. that it is a, a little, little more dangerous. massive, <laughs> dangerous river uh, in the middle of thick, intense jungle. Still to this day, scary ass gorillas out a, there. A lot. That was a good movie. It wasn't. I don't remember. I was a kid. It was scary. I, mean, I was scared of that movie, man. Uh, so the Congo River was discovered incidentally while they were trying to uh, find, you know, the different various sources of the Nile. And Dr. Livingston was a man who uh, decided to go and do some fun travels in Africa and and look things up like they would use old steamships and different things to try to get up and down these rivers. But there were various indigenous tribes that would some would attack them, some would hang with them. Right. Sometimes the gorillas, like I said. All, all sorts of uh, different wildlife that was uh, very dangerous. Dangerous, but most dangerous of all, of course, was the disease, specifically the mosquito-borne malaria. And Dr. Livingston uh, went over there to explore, to discover, to write, to spread Christianity, and ended up disappearing for about six years. Whoa. He was already sort of well-known in England, but after he disappeared, he became even more famous. Oh, famous, wow. uh, And that's when, on this day in history, another explorer named Henry Stanley found uh, Dr. Livingston by hearing about this white man living amongst the natives. He was very sick at the time. Dr. Livingston had, uh, for about three years or so, been ill and uh, living with a group of people, and he was able to track him down in the thick depths of the jungle along just, the Congo, and then he when just, he walked into his tent, said, Dr. Livingston, I presume. He was just chilling? I mean, he was trying not to die, okay. essentially. But he was, yeah. the, he was living with like a group of people, a tribe, you said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So did he just care of them. Is he just friends with them now? Like, did he get property there? What's going on? Well, he didn't necessarily, but there was something big that happened a little after this time. <gasps> uh, a very important resource was discovered in the Congo, which it already was a resource-rich area, but they found rubber. And rubber was very important because everyone was trying to have sex back then, and they needed condoms were booming. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, the tire for Henry Ford's invention and wheels uh, started important. to go to a, uh, a rubber version, and so it became uh, an area where people were trying to exploit the resources. If you ever had to read uh, Heart of Darkness, yes. it's a lot about mm -hmm. uh, the trials and tribulations of European colonialism in the Congo. Still a very uh, uh, disturbed area today, despite all of its massive, uh, you know, the wealth it's had in and out over the years. It's had some dictators. It's been messed up by a lot of Europe. But uh, it's it's just a fascinating little area to research and read about. And that uh, was my half-assed history Thank as you. of where the wow. saying, Dr. Livingston, I presume, came from. Was it accurate? Eh, well, we'll find yeah. out. The Grammy nominations are here! And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. And yes, we've got some Austin artists nominated, right? Uh, I believe so. Okay, we also hell yeah. have some artists that we have interviewed at ACL Fest. I saw oh. that. Um, it's going to be a big year for music, question mark? Okay, here's my question. Do you think that the Grammys are going to be more exciting this year because, you know, there was the, the actor's strike, which kind of put a lot of movies and TV and that kind of stuff on hold. So I feel like music has taken... About I think music has taken over its place for, like, the time being. Uh, but now that the strike is over, things are starting to rev up I'd again. I'd say there seems to be a lot, in, a lot of interest in some different younger and up-and-coming acts. There's a lot more of that. I feel like even the CMAs were this week and, you know, with Jelly Roll winning Best New Artist. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's there's a, the old guards kind of s switching out and we're getting a lot more, less uh, yeah. less Drake and I, got, <laughs> I can't even think of what's like been constantly nominated over the last few decades. But yeah. There seems to be a lot of new artists uh, in there. there so does. I'm excited about that. A lot of John Baptiste, who you're a fan of, right? Yeah, John Baptiste. Baptiste. I made that up. That's a, I don't think you have to do the A after it. Oh, okay. It's just fun. John, it's John fun. Basti. It's fun if you want to. Who else do we have Emily, who, um, who are all the kids buzzing about on the yeah, internet? Yeah. We want to stay hip and cool. Well, let's start start with the song of the year. We've got, if you saw the Barbie movie, which 
I don't think you did, CJ. Cause I did too. I saw the Barbie movie. Yeah, but he was talking over the women. One the, the whole probably, time. Yeah, 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 I bet so. Hi, so you probably missed out on the song What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish and Phineas. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Another nomination for Billie there. Oh, yeah, that's a sad one. Olivia Rodrigo came out with her quote-unquote rock album. I say quote unquote. It is. It's it's pop rock. It is good. Yeah, it's yeah, a good yeah. album. Um, and her song Vampire is nominated. We've got Kill Bill by SZA, Flowers, Miley Cyrus, Dance the Night Away, which is also on the Barbie album from Dua Lipa. Um, and we've also got Butterfly by John Baptiste, Antihero, Taylor Swift, and A and W by Lana Del Rey. Wow. Kind of feels like it's back in 20... I feel like I'm back in like 2014 Tumblr era with all of these names. Really? Yeah. I mean, with some Billie Eilish, we've got some sort of like punk, punky girl like Olivia Rodrigo. You've got uh, oh, Taylor Swift, sorry. Taylor Swift, Lana Del Rey, Punky Girl, <laughs> I'm sorry. Miley Cyrus, Punky Girl, Punky Girl. Uh, I really Poppy like um, if if we're gonna talk. 101X hipster music, uh, definitely Boy Genius nominated yes. for Album of the Year. Yes. And that should be pretty fun. Plus, they're uh, the musical guests for Saturday Night Live and the the memes making fun of them and Timothy Chalamet have been pretty great. But that's, yeah. that's a good one. I also like Janelle Monet's Age of Pleasure, not just because I photoshopped that album, but because I really like Janelle Monet and that was a pretty <laughs> damn good one. Um, the best new artist, which you talked about recently, was we have Gracie Abrams, Ice Spice. Ice Spice. Woo. Oh, yeah. We got Jelly and, uh, Roll. It's jelly like he's Roll. in there. Yeah. And, of course, uh, who we got to hang out with, Emily, Noah Khan. Ah! The, one of the biggest, like, ah! fast-moving rocket ships of, uh, of artists, which is pretty I rad. I love him. He posted today on Instagram um, a video of him reacting to getting nominated as yeah. Best New Artist. And it is honestly the sweetest video ever. Yeah. If you've never been to his concerts, basically he's talked in the past that like he's had to cancel shows in Texas and in other states that are in the South because he's never had a following until now. And that got him here because of TikTok. So a lot of these songs I know of because I've heard them a million times on TikTok, which is scary but influential oh, and i think that sense. if you are an artist in austin and you're you've been poo-pooing tiktok well a lot of these you're watching definitely take advantage of take it. it like ice spice that ice spice came about because of tiktok yeah, and you've seen were, her everywhere there's at least one there's been artists from tiktok playing acl fest david we yeah. interviewed this past year and then what's her name um I it, can't recall her name. A, B, C, D, it's just F, G, Gale. Girl, Gale, Gale, thank you. Yes. It's just today's MTV. It's just a different place where we discover music. They even made a, a, a billboard chart specifically for the top 40 songs on TikTok, so it's definitely having an, a, an influence, and I think it's important. And, and you know, don't don't just sit there and put your head in the mud, yeah. I guess. And, and listen, they probably get more money from streams on TikTok than they do on Spotify or Pandora or That's whatever. That's Possibly. Uh, yeah. Austin's own Black yeah. Pumas nominated for Whee! Best Rock Performance. Yes. Which is weird because they've been nominated like three years in a row. I know. For the same. Good. I mean, hey, good. if it's it good, works, good that's job. great. And, yeah. they, you know, they've recently just gotten back together, just played a show uh, downtown. So, you know, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, how, are, uh, how are we feeling about the new Skrillex album? I haven't, I, I haven't listened to it. <laughs> are, we, are we excited to bring that back, 2012? I guess so. <laughs> uh, we've got Best Rock Album going to the Foo Fighters, Greta Van Fleet, Metallica. Oh, God, Greta Van Fleet sucks. I love Greta they're Van so Fleet. Bad. Leave them alone. They are not like, bad When people at all. say they're like a... They're it, so good. When, no, they're not. Yes, when they are. When people are like, oh my God, are they like the new kind of Led Zeppelin? Or just even when people make fun of them saying they're a Zeppelin cover band, yeah. they're a bad Zeppelin what cover band. What do you hate about great. them? They're bad. They How sound is, what bad. Is bad. What is They're bad? Corny. Musically, they sound bad. No. Like it's just. <laughs> He's got the screechy voice that you would die to People have. People loved Coheed and Cambria. You're, you're allowed yeah, to like Coheed singers that have weird have voices. Good, yeah. Have good songwriting and, and musicians that can play well. Oh my gosh. Not this weird ass, like, oh, we're going to. 
We're going to scarve and dress it up, and then we'll figure out how to play music and write songs. <sighs> Greta Van Fleet sucks. I'll Another stick by that. of the best Jeez. rock albums nominated is This Is Why by Paramore, which I didn't realize came out this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it because... older, because we've been playing it for... We've been playing well, it forever. We've been playing some of the stuff, yeah. And then also, she was at ACL Fest last ACL playing songs from that album, so that was weird. And then also, Queens of the Stone Age. And then finally, for the best alternative music albums, we've got Arctic Monkeys, Boy Genius, who not again, a fan of the Arctic Monkeys one. They try, I, yeah, I get, the it was car. A and, it was a swing and a miss for me. It was it was kind of boring to me. I'm sorry. I do like Arctic Monkeys though. Uh, Boy Genius, the record, which was great, yeah. amazing, super group, and then Lana Del Rey's new album, The mm. Gorillas, Cracker Island, and then P J Harvey, I Inside the Old Year Dying, which P J Harvey was so so. It was good to have it, it back, yet. but it was so so. Uh, nothing from our friends at Blink One Eighty Two. Nothing seen from anything, nothing no. from Green. Uh, I guess it hasn't been out long enough. No, it hasn't no. been out. No. Fair enough. So um, sorry. Nostalgia train continues for a second day. Is it weird or is it wired? Yesterday it was uh, Ghostbusters, Matt Bearden. Now we're jumping on another fun thing from the 80s, rearing its ugly synth head. Well, technically this is going to be from the 90s, but it is still kind of nostalgic, and it's something that parents can do with their kids. It's a children's book about nothing. Yay! About nothing? Yeah. So Seinfeld. Seinfeld for kids. You know what's funny? <laughs> what? You're saying that jokingly. Guess what has come out? Seinfeld, The Day of Nothing. Uh, are you guys remember the Muppet Babies? Yes. <laughs> Someone has come up with a children's book oh, no. that's basically the Seinfeld Babies. I'm going to show you the cover <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the book. It's for kind of younger folk, but... Do you see the cover? Oh, it's That's adorable. Cute. It's little baby versions of all of your favorite Seinfeld characters, but it's a book with stories, and basically they pulled a bunch of the storylines from actual Seinfeld episodes. Oh, um, like the sponges. No, probably not that one. That one's not kid friendly. Or the, no, or and they the stayed competition. A, they then. stayed no, no, away no. from the competition and oh, things like that. Okay. Simple um, stuff like the like one of the clips I watched recently was where Larry David's wearing a cape. Uh-huh. And he just, just Larry, his body motion and the way he's wearing the cape. I was like, you know what? Seinfeld sometimes was funny. This sometimes. article is kind of cool because he says, look, one of the reasons a lot of us like to dip into Seinfeld is it reminds us of a time in our life when things were simpler, when a lost wallet or a specific kind of soup was the biggest concerns you might have in life. And what they mean by that is when you were a single person, things that seem very stressful can actually seem really, really easy and you can long for when you have a house full of kids. <laughs> Pre-9-11, too. Uh, it's a brilliant new picture book. <laughs> it's by Michael Ostwell, uh, Osto and Brittany Vargas, and they say they capture the essence of Seinfeld but make it perfect for Okay, kids. but how much, I mean, they're, they're, are they really even writing it? Like, is this just the art? Like, they're taking episodes and then they're crafting it for kids, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't, why are you being so negative about this? This isn't for you. Sorry, I'm, trying, I'm trying to Seinfeld this in a way. I'm he's trying to be... <laughs> he's also upset that uh, they're not getting their cut, that poor Jerry Seinfeld, you know, might not be getting money, royalties for this, and... He needs a new car. Uh, here's he the does. deal. I, maybe it doesn't appeal to you directly, but are you an uncle by any chance? Oh, man. How'd you know? Uh, you probably have uh, somebody in your family who has some younger people. And guess what? This is the perfect Christmas move to make. You could gift this to them. It is, uh, it's It's. kind of a fun thing. They. It says here that they're jamming at least 20 different plots from various Seinfeld episodes Damn. into just one part of what makes the book impressive. That's a whole season in a book right there. Wait um, one second. I have a problem with this. Uh, I don't want to show my kids this book because then all of Seinfeld is going to be spoiled for them. Well, you know, 20 episodes of Seinfeld will well, be spoiled no, no, no. for my child. No, no, no. <laughs> they're jamming plot points from the different Seinfelds. What? Like I thought you guys were going to be so, so stoked yeah. when I came in here. And you young single people who aren't married <laughs> and don't have kids are stressed really about negative. this. You're yeah. really negative. Nothing's going to happen. It's We're not going to go back and change your 20s, okay? Your lives will not be ruined. All that will happen is some kids will be able to have some stories read to them by parents who actually <laughs> care about the story. If I have to ever read Goodnight Moon again, come I'll on. slash my own wrists. It's <laughs> okay. terrible. I don't I, care. That's a At least when I read this, I can be nostalgic and think back You're to being kind of in the zone insanely too. high in a dorm room and enjoy that little bit of moment I had. And the name of the book? 
What's with these Muppets? No, it's called Seinfeld, <laughs> The Book of Nothing. It retails for about 17 bu- bucks. I'm sorry I brought it in here. It's I'm okay. a bad person. I'll go. <laughs> no book for you. I'll go. Austin's own Lego man. The C.J. Morgan Show on 101X. Hip and hot places to eat in Austin this weekend. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. C.J. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. Man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! If you're looking to go out, maybe impress someone, have a fun date night, uh, we've got a list of some of the new places in Austin to open up over the last month. Pretty excited about a few of these because they're uh, they're backed by already tried and true entities. Let's start with uh, something Spencer and I talked about before. Oh, boy. Yellow Bell Tacos uh, Interstellar Barbecue opened up a uh, South Texas taco truck over in uh, the Austin Beer Works Brewery over in Northeast uh, Austin, so you can get some uh, mm. pretty damn good tacos. I would assume if it comes from Yellow Bell, I'm sorry, if it comes from Interstellar, yeah. which Yellow Bell is, I, I'm going to assume it's going to no, be. You went there. They were about at the uh, they were at the barbecue fest this past weekend too, and uh, unfortunately, I've been trying to try their beans for a long time. You're a bean man. I'm a bean, bean man. Boy. He's a bean boy. I'm a bean boy, and you? apparently, they've got some of the best beans in the barbecue game. So I was unfortunate that they ran out when I got to the barbecue fest. The but... best beans in the barbecue business. Yeah. We love s- some alliteration on beans. <laughs> a lot of bees. Hope those beans transfer to Yellow Bell too, you know. We <laughs> shall find out when they bring us free food. Please. That's the only reason we do this segment. And it's never worked. I'm just, it, it's worked just once or twice. Uh, let's check out another cool place to hang out. This one right in the heart of downtown. You've heard of Uchi and Uchiko. Now they opened a bar called Uchi Ba. It's a uh, little bit of like Japanese smaller things like bao, buns, and some sushi. But it's a little more of a cocktail and sushi bite pairing place. So huh. perfect date night. Maybe perfect. not a first date. Probably kind of expensive. But like a second date and a nice yeah. impressing one yeah. when you're already vibing. I definitely check that place out. That is, uh, by the way, Uchiba on uh, ooh, West Second Street. That yeah. is right in the cool hangout area. It also sounds like the kind of bar that would be slightly dark, which I think is very romantic. In case you're like have to look ugly. at me because I'm real ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I don't have to shave my legs on no. the second date because it'll be really dark and you can't tell. Well, oh, what if you well touch done. them? No. Anyway, go on. You're not uh, touching we got my a legs cookie on the trailer. Second date. <laughs> um, cookies? Yeah, cookies. Uh, cookie trailer. Cookie Rich has a location of a new truck called Goldie's, which is over in Central Austin near Mopac. They serve brunchy foods, biscuits, avocado, hash browns, all kinds of good stuff. Plus, uh, Cookie Rich's Coffee and Cookies, a good little outdoor um, and dine-in area where you have a good date the night before. Wake up and have some brunch. Always always make it a double date. Oh, Think, yeah. Things were fun. Keep it, keep it rolling. If you get my cookies at the end, that's a good date. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we have an all-vegan fine dining restaurant. Yeah, sometimes you need to impress someone with that. It's called Fabrique. <laughs> Got an ever-rotating menu with different influences from around the globe. It's off MLK, and I can tell you, someone who is uh, back, what, 10, 15 years ago, gone on some, like, first, second dates with someone who's vegan, or even, I mean, vegan's very difficult, even vegetarian. It was it was not always the easiest to find a, a good spot we could agree on to go nah. in Austin. Um, the thankfully, look, it's a lot better now. They'll look at you funny at the chilies when you say, can I have the tacos without meat? <laughs> They're like, what do you mean by that? So, and then, he, and then just you everything with no meat on it. But like, then you, but you get, just want the cheese. And then the- you get the tortilla back, and it's still got like the remnants of blood and grizzle and cooking. Yeah. From, where they just uh, pulled they the just meat pulled off. It off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's look at some other cool places to go this weekend. Another taco truck um, turned into Quanta's Hamburgers, which is located in the Arbor Food Truck Park. It's uh, all kinds of hamburger geises. I did not say that right. <gasps> Anbur- I'm, I'm not um, going to do plus it. Plus, this Ambergeises? is... Ambergesa. Ambergesa. Something like there that. There you go. I don't know why I'm making it Italian, but they look delicious. And uh, one of the cool things is they, they're French fries instead of like peanut oil or whatever. It's uh, straight up beef tallow that they fry their French fries in. That looks good to me. Find more uh, mm. cool stuff 
to take a date, to go eat, to impress, or just treat yourself this weekend at austin.eater.com. It's time for the punishment portion of our sports bet. Emily, the most recent loser, ah. she admitted, uh, you said, I don't like onions. That if y'all really want to punish me, do onions. Yeah. And so you lost again this week. So every single punishment was onion related. And I got to say, you got one of the easier ones. You I got, did. Uh, double Tears for Fears, which is where you were going to have to karaoke a Tears for Fears song while cutting into an onion. Okay. I was worried that the onion tears thing isn't quite what we remember it being, but even opening this bag. You can smell it. Smell uh, this white mm, onion. Perfect. It's getting me going. So here's how it works. Uh, you are going to cut into this onion. Okay. And start singing some Tears for Fears karaoke. Anytime there is a refrain or pause in the lyrics, I want you to do another cut and get it. I want you to with this onion. You want me onion. to, like, put it in my face. With, get it. Oh, you can... Yeah. Yes. Maybe not touch my eyes. But I don't know how to... I didn't say to do that. Yeah. Um, so, are we are we ready to uh, do some uh, some tears for double fears karaoke? Should I peel it first? You know what? I'm going to be honest. I've never cut an onion. <laughs> well, we're about to find out how this is going to happen. Emily, you better get going. Oh, gosh. Okay. Once, the, once this jam gets bopping, I can't get to stopping. Okay, we're peeling. It's very... Are you, right. Are you feeling anything with I'm it? I'm putting it in really close to my face. Okay. You can hear it. All right. Can you like ready. tell me whenever the song is getting, getting to the point where I'm singing? Here we sing. go. Getting close. Oh We're almost there. Okay. 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 All right. Feel done. Feel done. <gasps> Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even. Intensity. Well, glad we almost made it. So family has to say it. It's onions and it is all oh disgusting. <laughs> the the room smells. Spencer, are you feeling it? Can you are you sensing it over oh. there? Yeah, it smells pretty bad. Uh, I'm I'm okay though. No. It started out slow, but then the actual like it's, potency of it kept it's getting growing. Worse now that the song is over. <laughs> yeah. You okay? No. You're, you're not an onion fan. I know that. So why does why do onions taste sweet but also like like, like trash? <laughs> I don't know, man, but I'm very proud of you, Emily, and I must say, uh, if your punishment wasn't gagging enough, when we return, Spencer, my boy, we have a box of donuts. Uh, I forget even yours was like do or donut. I don't remember what your punishment was. Donut. We have six donuts that Spencer's going to return and have to try to uh, eat as many or as much as he can in one minute. Can we trade, Spencer? Is it too late to trade? I yeah. love a donut It's a little right too now, late. Actually. My eyes <laughs> genuinely hurt. I wish I was kidding. Oh. You look bad. You look rough. Proud of you, though. I'm turning the it. color of my sweatshirt. The red. Punishment time continues on our sports bet. This time it is Spencer who will be punished, and I'm very oh, no. excited for this one. Oh, man. You like donuts, eh? Uh-huh. Well, how 
of all the donuts in the world. <laughs> and that is exactly what we're going to be doing with uh, Spinny. He's got uh, some donuts here that he is going to eat. Okay. You have an entire six-pack, so I didn't go too crazy. That's fine. They're pretty um, big ones, so they're, it's, it's they're, almost like a little dozen. There's some big, delicious ones. You cannot okay. use your hands. You have one minute to eat as much donut as you can. I'm okay. so jealous. Now, so, here's the deal, though. Is, is, I was going to say, what's to stop me from just not doing it? Yeah, because I can't just add another punishment. Like, the entire thing of losing the sports bet... Of doing like, the punishment plinko is it's supposed to suck to do that. It's not supposed to be say, fun. Like, this is almost like a treat, you know? You're going to enjoy yeah. it. It's to stop me from just gingerly nibbling on well, one. Well, because nah, 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 nah. you're trying to eat as many as you can in a minute. But here's the thing. If you stop, if you start bitching, or if something happens, I'm going to stop the clock. On top of that, whenever you're not eating, you're going to get punished. Uh, Adria from our marketing department oh. is here. She's going <laughs> to spank you. Okay. Anytime you're not eating and the clock's not running, you're going to be getting your bare bottom spunk. This is still not a punishment to him. I guess it, it's actually kind of hot. So I never, know. Little, wow, little he gets to eat donuts and get spanked. All right, uh, I got some water. Is that cool? You can take a sip of water. No spanking when he's drinking water, Adria. But don't okay. just chug the water. Okay. Uh, all right. Are we ready? Um, uh, I'm going to take these headphones off. Yeah, and go ahead and stand up and point your rear towards Adria. <laughs> this is so dumb. I don't, I don't get I don't get it either. Um, all right. We're going to get the stinky pinky theme going. So and this is... Spencer, eat as many donuts as you can in one minute. If he stops eating, oh, the well. clock is stopped and the spanking will commence. On your mark. Get set and do it! Ah, uh, he is getting right into it mouth first. Um, he's it is okay. Just yeah, you can use your face. Just get in there. He's he's he looks like a living claw machine. He's methodically trying to like slowly grip and bite. I was expecting a little little more of the, the eating. Um, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Just get right into the center of it, Spencer. Uh yeah, they're cream-filled donuts. Uh, we did not tell him that. Uh, so it gets a little extra messier getting into that beard. Oh, man, that is almost getting disgusting. We haven't gotten a spanking uh, yet. Yeah, let's give him a spanking just for the hell of it, just because he's doing such a good job. Uh, look at that. Oh, love it. Uh, 15 seconds left, and now spank nonstop. 10 seconds of spanks and donuts for the big boy. Clock stopping, clock stopping. All right, now clock's resuming. Just spank him away. Give it to him. <laughs> Don't cuss! Spank him more for cussing! I'm glad we couldn't hear it on the radio because he's got a mouthful of donuts. Uh, and that is time. That is time. Good job, Spencer. Uh, dropping an F-bomb into his mouthful of donuts there. <laughs> Adrian, thank you so much uh, for giving Spinny a good spanking. Um, I just wanted to have someone else do an eating contest other than me, but Ugh. you... You did save us each uh, two of these chocolate Bavarian cream-filled donuts. Like yes, a, to wash like out a, the onion from my uh, previous yeah. punishment. And now, Spencer, here's the exciting reveal. Have you ever seen the movie Van Wilder? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now you know what these donuts uh, all Sorry have in common. I was a, a little tame in there. I don't know why. I guess with the beard, I was like, I got to be careful. You did well, though. You I'm, did. Uh, did. That you was actually really, really disgusting. I'm going to be honest. Both of your punishments seem kind of tame to me. You can check out the video <sighs> at CJ Morgan Show on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, well, all we'll, that. But we'll just have to combine it I'm next time. I'm going to have to ramp these up a little more difficult because uh, Emily just got to sing a song badly on air and, and he cut uh, an onion. Spencer, hey. Spencer got to have the time of his life getting spanked by an attractive woman while eating something delicious. Yeah, those I, don't, really I don't know good. why I didn't make myself lose. She was going easy know. on me, too. She I was. No, she was being she, so nice. She to did you. ask. She's like, "Should I hit him hard?" And I was like, "Yeah, but wait, give him a few taps and then hit him hard." Yeah, but you know, Spencer's—he's. He's, I hated that. I hated that. Sweet. And just, if you want to see like uh, any of this, you can go onto our Instagram yeah. page at CJ Morgan. If you were like, "Wow, that was a terrible bit," I had no idea what was happening because we're on the radio and we're audio and he's only. Just, <laughs> that's all yeah. you're hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah. video of it, so it'll be up soon. So. And speaking of terrible bit, better punishments. Let me know anytime. You can text us eight three five one zero one five or like we said. At CJ Morgan Show. Don't puke, dude. Avatar, the last airbender official trailer dropped, but Emily, I'm warning you, temper your expectations. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that 
That I'm a nerd. Emily, perhaps one of your favorite things in all of fiction would be Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> we got the yes. official trailer <laughs> in. Are you giddy? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Did How you are you feeling? Did you hear that laugh that just came out of my mouth? I am so giddy. I'm so, so pumped. I'm excited. Uh, and I knew that I wanted to bring this up in Nerd Report because this is one of the best TV shows ever. Like the best pieces of animation, especially in American animation. And if yeah. you haven't watched it yet, you, it's it still holds up, I promise. That's but very now good. they're trying to do live action again. Yep. And that's where yep. it gets a little sticky to turn it into something like this. Yeah. Do you want to watch the trailer first and then discuss how Absolutely. you feel about it? I haven't watched the trailer. I was saving my reactions for when I come in here and I well, do it live Good for news for you. Watching trailers on the radio, absolutely great. Oh, yeah. People love this. Time. Full screen this. Come Time on, CJ. Thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. It's the Fire Kingdom. And the iceberg! The visuals look rad. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. It is Game of Thronesy, which I think is how they should be doing it. A lot of CGI, but I guess you have to, right? It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, bald Zuko! Good, good, good. This is all good. There's only one way. Oh my gosh. They'll keep it straight. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. He's bending Always air! Remember who you are. <laughs> oh. Wow. So, and there he is. It better be good, man. This looks incredible. This looks like I, the best recreation that I could have I could have ever imagined for this movie. So you think sure. it looks pretty rad. It yes. looks like the show, but I'm still worried, you know what I mean? Oh, Appa looks funny though. Where are all <laughs> Sure, but I mean those are probably Oh my minor. god, that's Momo. <laughs> That is yeah. a scary monkey. Where are all the blue people, though? Isn't that the whole thing with Avatar? Is the no, no <laughs> that's the other one. So you got it. You were it's more excited one. watching this than I think I was the Napoleon trailer. Yes. But yes. Dave, Spencer, you're a little weary as as I would be because turning cartoons or video games, it's it's more miss than hit. We've already talked about this once this week, but what are your thoughts seeing this trailer, Here's though? the thing. They could just copy it verbatim, to like, directly from the show, and that would be both, like, a, a disappointment to some degree, because you're, you're expecting maybe some slight differences or some updates to certain things, but, yeah. like, because you don't, I, I personally don't want to see the exact same thing, but I would like most of it to be the exact same when I go in and watch it. I'm just worried because the creators of the original show, I think, have abandoned this project. They did abandon it. And Ugh. this trailer was just a tease, essentially, not a full-blown trailer, so I don't know that much. Other than I think it looks good. Visually, uh, they're showing off some of the cities, the empires and stuff. Uh, the Fire Kingdom, the Earth Kingdom was in there. Mm-hmm. So visually, yeah, that, that's kind of exciting. Um, I think it, I think it looks gorgeous. Now this isn't me like trying to s on you, M, because I, I I want it to be good. <laughs> For, yeah. Because uh -oh. I really enjoy the show. I watched it as an adult actually, and I was like generally really into it and I was surprised how good it was and how much I liked it. So, And are we going to continue or is it going to end up on this list? Well, I would like for it to be good for people like Emily who saw it as a like a kid too yeah. growing up but it's like there's some part of me that wants to be protective and then also just doesn't want to get hurt again by a thing that I've enjoyed that uh, that someone else has made and just disappointed me with, you know? Well, here's a, a few of the alike. worst we've ever seen. Oh, uh, no. There was oh, a Garfield man. live action I remember that one. <laughs> Do not uh, compare that to Garfield. No. Uh, those don't count. Those are all cash grab crap. Oh, uh, look what was on the list. Avatar from 2010. And see, oh, yeah. that's that's what you. I wanted to get to, but Emily saw it before I could just uh, uh, go by. Well, that's the thing is we already had a bad version of this, and they saw how terrible it did and how much people hated it in the series. So I think, I think... This time around. Second time's the charm. Not right. third time. Yeah. Second time. I was going to say, though, that thing was so bad that you could technically do just a little bit better, and that would be better than that movie. My no standards are very low. Okay. I hope it's good. As it should be. I, I mean, same. I'm excited for you to be excited, because... I'm nervous about Napoleon. You're nervous about this. I mean, and let's just hope it doesn't go the way of 
the, Star Wars? The, the chipmunk movies, or because <laughs> it started out good, or Transformers that turned into crap. Let's hope uh, Emily's Airbender is all in everything. Quick question: Is it is it a limited series or is it a movie? From what I've heard, every season is representing a different season in the show. Okay, so it's different elements. So the first one's the Book of Water. Okay, so. well we'll Find see. Uh, check out the last uh, Avatar Airbending guy. No. Yeah, no, look at that's that. That's not how it is. Yeah, that's how it no, goes. No, that's not how it Whatever, goes. Whatever, man. 101X. It's the CJ Morgan Show. My solid, foolproof trick to hit on comedians absolutely backfired. Uh, Brandy Davis is joining us, a comedian doing the Velveeta Room tonight and tomorrow, and we were talking off air, and you reminded me of something I used to do to flirt and it backfired but before we get to that uh tell us about what you're doing this weekend and i guess what you've been up to because you've been uh very busy very yeah. busy yeah thanks for having me well i am i'm headlining the Velveeta room uh tonight at 8 p.m and then tomorrow at 8 and 10 p.m and i have justin hicks hosting and avery moore featuring oh we had avery Please. on yesterday yeah, she was here yesterday they're my two they're two of my favorite comedians ever, yeah we like so. justin too yeah uh, so it's really like three headliners we're all just doing different amounts of time <laughs> because yeah sweet. they're absolutely all, they're all like, wonderful yeah, they're awesome uh um, you've also been doing funniest person in austin you mm-hmm. gotta open like for someone pretty big i hear yeah, so last weekend I got to feature for Beth Stelling at Cap City, and that was incredible. She's she's one of my favorite comedians. She has a Netflix special that just came out called If You Didn't Want Me Then. It's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's so good. And, uh, yeah, she was she's, like, one of the biggest names I've worked with and then also one of the kindest headliners I've ever worked with. She was Isn't so her nickname Sweet Beth? That makes total sense. She took um, Ashley Sharma hosted, and I featured, and she took us out for ice cream. Whoa, and our, that's yeah, so and she, nice. Yes. Well, and I featured for her what? in San Antonio last year, a year ago, and she took us out for ice cream, and she said it was one of her favorite memories for, from tour last year. And then this year after, she was like, because basically last year she whipped around in her car and was like, get in, girls, we're getting ice cream. Very and took mean us out. girls moment. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's very different than what male comedians do, because we've, at yeah. the radio station, oh, we've, we've not featured but driven them around and uh, it's usually like they'll smoke us out and you know buy us like a taco from a crappy uh, trailer but hey, hey either way that's really nice yeah. uh, and you bringing up Beth Stelling off air and opening which is pretty rad because she is yeah. uh, she's a top tier comedian she's yeah awesome person as you mentioned but I used to have this trick uh, it wasn't necessarily a trick. I would do it to get flirts. Okay. So back in the day at the radio station, I was mainly the social media guy to take photos and videos when we had uh-huh. guests on air. And I had a little paralyzed wiener dog that did not like dudes but loved ladies. So <laughs> wonder why every time, dog. every mm-hmm. time we had a female comic in that I knew was single. Oh, uh, you would bring the dog yeah. in. Natasha Lazaro, <laughs> Rachel Feinstein, Nikki <laughs> Glazer. I would bring Miles in, and usually he would be in the back or somewhere, but I would let him wander around, and they would all just hold him and pet him and play with Miles, and like, oh, I love your dog so much. It's so great. And Beth Stelling was coming in, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get me some flirts thanks to my dog. Like, I was never overtly creepy trying to be like, so what's your number kind of thing. Because I knew I didn't have a chance, but I, getting the flirts was nice enough. So I bring, uh, Jeez, okay. I'm running nice. late. I bring Miles in. I set my dog down, and uh, we're talking. We're getting set up before they go on air. And then she's like, "Oh, this dog is like it's mine." We're kind of talking about because he's mm-hmm. paralyzed, and she's petting him. He's like, "He's so sweet." And then as they're about to go on air, he just takes a deuce on her shoe. Oh, Maybe not like directly no. on her shoe, but like right there. Oh. And it's gross enough to where the room smells, and I have to clean it. And I was like, "Hey, thanks, dog." So that was the last yeah. time I did that. He bit someone once too. That's not what you and, wanted. Yeah, yeah. After after that, no, really? no more flirts. Uh, it wasn't the biting that stopped him. Was the duking on stuff? <laughs> yeah, the biting. The biting okay. happens. But uh, that's that's you, uh, you reminded me of something I completely forgot about. That I was a creepy young man yeah. trying to use my dog to flirt with uh, professional comedians coming through. So that that stopped. I'm so yeah, sorry. You knew about endearing. that. Yeah. Yeah. It could be endearing. endearing. <laughs> yeah, it could be endearing. It could. I feel like it could make get some laughs, if not flirts, then some at, little laughs. At least yeah. she, was probably, she was probably cool about it. But. You're always gonna remember Austin, Texas, yep. for the ice cream and the dog do. Yes. Yeah. So, making yeah. memories. So those two things. Uh, what's it mean to do the uh, Velveeta Room for you, by the way? Because that's yeah. uh, that's a pretty fun, wild. You know, we've talked about it. Being downtown a lot, but that's uh-huh. that to me. It seems like if you're headlining the Velve um, in your hometown, 
that that's a that's a good nod of approval from the uh, the gods of comedy. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, the Velveeta Room is yeah, has always been one of my favorite places to perform. I feel like I like learned how to be a comic there. And it was like one of the first places that, you know, I went to like kind of like a bigger open mic and I was all super nervous to go up. Um, and when I, like during the pandemic, it was one of my one of the places that I miss performing at the most. I used yeah. to like <laughs> I used to like pre-vaccine I used to like cry every Thursday because oh. I like wanted to be I wanted to be oh. bombing be at, at the, the speed like yeah. I, would, I was like where would I be right now I was like I would be at the Velveeta room trying out new bits it's known as a brutal room yeah do you, yeah, do you ever be. feel like the crowd is distracted because it's a bunch of drunks coming in they sit and they're watching comedy and they uh-huh. can't go to the bathroom because they're too nervous to walk by the stage <laughs> because true. the restroom's behind it maybe that's just me when I go there <laughs> I, I I go, I kid you not, when I used to go see shows at the Valve, I would walk next door to El Casino Camino to uh-huh. use the bathroom. Yeah, because I was, really? I was terrified to that's, walk by the stage where the stand-up was. Because they'd be like, so oh, polite. what's happening? This dude taking a deuce? Where's he going? <laughs> <laughs> it never <laughs> happened, but I just always that's thought so that's nice. what they were thinking. No, well, sometimes yeah. they will. I've seen Moon Tower com- comics do that, where they'll make jokes about people that are going to the bathroom. Because you pass all the time. right by the right stage. By the and it's it's not. It's an old, old mm-hmm. downtown Austin building. Mm-hmm. So when they're walking back there too, if you're a comic on stage and you're doing your thing, someone gets up and it's like scraping the chair and then like, kung, 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 <laughs> the whole way. Yeah. And then you hear the yeah. plumbing in the background. It's like rattling. Yeah. A great place to see comedy and yeah. to see Brandy Davis this weekend. Yes. Not a great place to go to the bathroom. You, if, maybe. if you don't yeah. go to the bathroom, I won't, I won't bother you. Okay. I won't harass that's you a, about it. It's a guarantee. I won't, I'm pretty like I won't even hear you or we, see you. We have pretty, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just really bad. Continuing uh, your jokes We in the appreciate background. it. Um, yeah. I thought since you're here, we're going to play a little fun trivia game with you. Okay. Um, it's going to be called Davis or Dave Miss. And okay. we're going to do that when we return. Sound like a good idea yeah, or a terrible fine. idea? A little bit of both. It's the CJ Morgan Show. We're hanging with comedian Brandy Davis, uh, who is doing the Velveeta Room this weekend. But before we promote your show and give you all this valuable free radio wave airtime and get our listener to maybe come see your show, we're going to have you play a dumb little game. Because you can't just come on here and be like, "Hey, come see me. Come follow me on Instagram." No, you gotta you gotta win at a dumb game I made up. Yes, you'll have to embarrass me. Absolutely. You know why it stinks like onions in here? <laughs> don't talk because about Emily it. lost at one of my dumb <laughs> games. Don't don't, don't bring it up. Uh, don't bring it up. But before we get to that, <laughs> you are doing the Velveeta Room this weekend, which is one of the uh, OG amazing comedy clubs of Austin. Now I know there's like 50 different ones, <laughs> yes. but. As far as playing somewhere like or performing at somewhere like the Vel, what do you like about it? What makes it unique, and what do you hate about it? I, I, we were talking about this a second ago off air, but I love performing at the Velveeta Room because, yeah, you're never, you'll never really know like what the crowds are gonna be like. So sometimes you'll have it, crowds that are like packed out that came like for that to show. see comedy, to yeah. see comedy. Then sometimes you'll have like very just like a random assortment of crowds that come in like from 6th Street bachelorette parties but that's really fun because it helps you like grow so much as a comedian because you're like working with such different you have to get them on your side or learn to ignore the bachelorette party and push through (laughs) to finish doing your set well right you do like touring like a lot of stand-ups you know you're dealing with different audiences in different parts of the country so part of it is uh you know learning to read a crowd and having to deal with it no matter the cost yes i assume i don't know (laughs) that's no that's totally true like i've only been to valve a couple times but yeah if i try a new joke and it works well at the valve i'm like that's a banger nice (laughs) it's a difficult difficult room yes to do at times it can be and also it just feels kind of like home to me because um i've just i've seen so many of my like friends had headline there and then also like touring comics that i have so much respect for um headline there so yeah it's just really where i've like grown as a comic so it's a it's a big honor to be able to to headline there what do you hate about it is it haunted? What do I hate I about haunted. it? Oh, I it's can a, tell well, you. We, well, <laughs> it's cold. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit cold. Yeah, but so tell bring a little sweater. To, tell them to crank it up, all right? It's getting down to the 50s these but, days. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the things you hate about the but I've like, grown to love them, like like how you love like an ugly little dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> 
But I do. Because you're uh, drooling like Because <laughs> I, I own and am an ugly little dog. And you're um, stinky. We're going to play yeah, a fun like little, a little trivia dog. game. I say okay. fun. I think it'll be fun. Uh, oh you basically have to get, uh, let's see, you have to get um, six points in order to plug your show at the Belvedere this weekend. Um, It's called Davis or Dave Miss. I'm going to read a description of a person who's a famous Davis. You're going to give me their first name. Okay. All right. And then you're going to tell me if our audience voted on that person being a Davis or a Dave Miss. Okay. All right. Simple enough. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> you get a point. Famous Davis people. You get a point if you get the name, uh, and then you'll get another point if you tell me if they're a Dave Is or a Dave Miss. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's start with this one. Academy Award-winning Jezebel, immortalized by a song about her eyes. Who is this famous Davis? You can also uh, you can you can ask anyone for help. Emily's got her hand raised. Yeah, my hands Please raised. Help me. Okay. Betty? Yes. Davis. Betty Davis. Oh, my gosh. Like Kim Carr now. Would our audience consider Betty Davis a Davis or Dave Miss? Definitely a Davis. Yes. Two points. Absolutely a Davis. You are on your way to getting to plug your show this weekend at the Velveeta Room. Brandy Davis doing a show tonight and two tomorrow. Uh, Next one. President of the Traders. His country didn't last as long as Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Who is this Davis? President of the Traders. His country didn't last as long as Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Who is this Davis? Anyone? Anyone? Hmm. Spencer? Well, I know who this is. <laughs> okay, Spencer, yeah, yeah, help out, help, help out. Wait, no, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bad I'm completely yeah. confused it was someone else, and their that last name be, is not Davis. That would be Jefferson Davis. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jefferson. President oh. of the Confederacy, and that would be a Dave Miss. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to get a little more difficult. Here is okay. your next one. You I'm ready? I'm already struggling. <laughs> Two points. you got to get six. Uh, here we go. Go! Any luck there? No? That's a band member. That's a band member. Yeah, Yeah. it's a band member. All right, so. He's from a, I guess I'll get more hints since uh, he's from a band that was, had their rise in popularity in the 90s. Dreadlocks. He rocks the dreadlocks. Does he does a lot of uh, acapella style scat during some songs. Yep. Oh, gosh. It's okay if you don't know, because I didn't know his name until like this past year when we had a bunch of like these uh, heavy metal ooh, fests ooh, coming ooh, back okay. around. Emily, ooh, Emily. Is it Jonathan Davis? Yeah. Of the band Corn. Wow. yes. Yes, of the band <laughs> You're really saving me. You're welcome. Yeah, here we go. You're this, welcome. Brandy can only answer this. Is Jonathan Davis a Davis or a Dave Miss? Davis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't look at me, okay? Right, so I'm not you, giving you the answers under the table. You need oh, to get yes, both of these yes. correct. Okay, okay, This okay. is the last one. Oh, God, oh, God. Uh, answered a radio ad to play an Ewok, later went on to become Willow, a leprechaun, and even a Hogwarts warts professor. Answered a radio ad to play an Ewok, later went on to become Willow, a leprechaun and a Hogwarts professor. Wow. Ooh. So it's not the character name, it's the actor name. The actor's yes. name, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, we're I out know, of time. I know, I know, I know. Uh, wait, I know. Yeah, no, I'm I know. sorry. Uh, you oh, had to get, you had to get, but the answer was Warwick, Warwick. Davis. Man. And Warwick is a Dave hit. Uh, not a day, Miss. Uh, very sorry, uh, Brandy Davis, this weekend at the Velveeta Room, 8 o'clock tonight, 8 and 10 tomorrow night. You do not get to promote your show. Uh, so I'm very sorry no one will come see you at the Velve no this weekend. At 8 p.m.? I guess we could at least know <laughs> yeah, where to find you on the internet in case we wanted to look at what a loser you are for not knowing your very own relatives. <laughs> yeah, I realize I don't know a single other person with my last name. <laughs> I, 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 I bombed at that game. You left Gina Davis out of the trivia, too, man. Come on. I thought Warwick was more popular, <laughs> but I guess not. Uh, where can my, we find you on Instagram? So my we can... Instagram is Brandy Davis Comedy, B-R-A-N-D-I Davis Comedy. I think I have a Twitter called Lil Brandy Davis. You we'll, think? We'll find him. Okay, right. we'll Google there it. We go. well, you know, you I should know you're a Davis. I should have done. Twitter is a Dave Miss for good. sure. I should have just done Brandy songs, and you had to identify. Yeah, you know what? Like, yeah. yeah. Brandy, you're a fine girl. That that all that would have worked better, but we'll we'll save that for the next time you come in. Brandy Davis, Velve, all weekend long.
This one should be fun. I don't even know if it's true, but I like it. Uh, did you know? Oh. In 1994, Apple computer engineers codenamed their Power Macintosh 7100 the Carl Sagan because they were hoping to make a lot of money. Matt, how much money were they hoping to make? Uh, a billion dollars. Billions. Billions. Yes, uh, that's kind of the joke. Uh, Sagan complained about it in writing, so Apple renamed it the BHA. Again, this is, did you know, this has got to be true, Apple named it the BHA, did you know, which allegedly stands for Butthead Astronomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that girl's got it good. Got it. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been reading more about Sagan. Very smart gentleman, but I didn't realize he loved his drugs and was also into some weird stuff. That's how smart people are. Yeah. That's how every smart they, person is. They made is. up a word for it, eccentric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, That's the passable version. Well done. Um, just didn't think a theoretical physicist. Oh, and man. That's where all the cosmic. good drugs come from. <laughs> good point. Uh, Emily, what do you know? Well, did you know? I did. Not yet. Okay, well, Sorry, do you, I ruined your segment. No, Go it's ahead. okay. You didn't ruin it at this all. This is your turn. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is my turn. Uh, do you, obviously, you did know. Did you know I like to let women talk on this show? I feel I it's very important. Did actually. you know? It's do that by just, did you just interrupt her to let her know you like letting her talk? Yes. Yeah, I, I he want her to know the, she's an important yes. okay. that she right. has an equal voice Still here. Still interrupting her. Are you done? Still, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Emily. Did you know that CJ's done? <laughs> that he's not going to talk anymore, right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> You know the. I'm glad he's not going to talk anymore because <laughs> well, it would be interrupting you if he were to talk. Yeah, I'm but sorry. No, thank Thanks you for, for being quiet on this. Yeah, yeah um, that's that's great. Okay, ready? Are my we ready? mom was a woman, mm -hmm. so like I very what? much believe yeah. what happened. Yeah. She okay? Yeah, she's fine. Okay, she's, she's great. You can't ask people if they're okay that they're not women anymore. Absolutely. These days. Oh, I, I want to know if she's still alive that. or she's she probably trained. very happy. You that just made not all a woman the menopause audience mad. Yeah. What? That's messed Those up. Those are still women. What are you talking about? Okay, Isn't weird that menopause has the word men in it, and it's not. Yeah, because yeah, they're it. pausing on having to deal with your BS, man. Not mm -hmm. true. That's <laughs> what's called menopause. That's not how it goes. Anyhow, Emily's got a did you know for us? Health class. Anyways, did you know? Let me introduce you so the listeners know that there's a woman coming up. Thank you um, so much. Isn't it I weird really how women will get this. off topic a whole lot? Like she just has like, yet to like, like, tell us what the topic my is ear. right here. Yeah. The point of this segment, mm -hmm. Emily, is to let people know a fact, and we start it by allow, not allowing, I did not mean that. Yeah, not allow. Equal voice. I was everyone, hired here. Everyone so. has, we get a talk. You're not yes. allowed. No one's allowing you to, you talk. Just, I'm free to talk. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. She has her own agency. Girl. Girl. There we go. Come on. Slay, queen. Okay, anyways, did you know? I'm waiting. <laughs> no? No? We're okay. waiting. Waiting with baby breath. Sorry, it's just funny because women are funny. I was laughing because women are oh, funny. Yes, we're hilarious. It's just, it's, funny I just, how? Yeah. How are women funny? Yeah. Okay, Joe Pesci. Uh, you ever seen <laughs> Do Good, I amuse you? You ever seen Goodfellas, Emily? That is a movie you gotta did watch. Did you know that this fact is actually about a woman, too? No. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you want to learn about women, but first, have you yes. seen Goodfellas? Um, no, because it has men, and I'm a woman. Have you seen There's a Pulp woman Fiction, in it. Though, it's pretty good, Pulp too. Pulp Fiction's you know? dope. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry, Emily, go ahead. Please, let's... Uh, <clears throat> Did you know... Did we know? ...that the album Should Enemy, we redo that Enema without Spencer? of the State... What? Go ahead. Are, are I just, we done? Spencer and I kind of talked over you, Did You Know? Let's... This is Should drying we do it? Okay, here All we right, go. Here we Ready? Go. <clears throat> Did you know that the Blink-182 album, Enema of the State, that features that really hot woman, the nurse, on the front, right? Uh, Mark Hoppus actually claimed that the American Red Cross pressured the band to remove the Red Cross from their artwork, stating that if they did not, that they would be in violation of the Geneva Conventions. So it's another... I don't know, organization that's trying to go against women, just like That's this a cool one. fact, uh, Emily, but can you name three Blink-182 oh songs? <laughs> oh my gosh. Sometimes growing pains cause actual pain. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? That's what we're going to determine today with our friend Matt Bearden here on the C.J. Morgan Show. Are you guys familiar with Cruise? Uh, like just your crew Terry, hanging out. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Your friends. I wish Terry Crews was in my crew. Cruise ships, perhaps. No, no, no. The oh. company Cruise. They were just asked to stop operations ah, in Austin about a month ago. The driving ah. cars. The driver-less yes. cars, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Now, 
I've always assumed, hey, look, the nerds are smarter than us and they're figuring us out. Uh, Ten years ago, Google first came to town and said, we are developing driverless cars. And they even reached out to radio and they said, do you guys want to come get in one of our driverless cars? And at the time, it just drove around a parking lot and you're like, this is kind of really fun. And it seemed like an anomaly. And it, But it also felt like, oh, the future's just right around the corner. In a couple of years, we'll all be hopping in these buses and we won't have drivers anymore. <laughs> and uh, Only if it's on a track or rails. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the cruise cars came to town, and then we started having problems because the cruise cars would occasionally just stop yeah. in yep. the middle of the well, road and block oh, yeah. traffic here in Austin. You, you weren't here, here, Matt, but I was leaving a UT football game, and I had someone come pick me up. And we kind of got into a little bit of like traffic, but I'd walked far enough away, and in front of us was a couple of those uh, cruise cars, right. and then some drunk dude just walks and slaps it on the bumper, and then it just... the. The flashers come Emergency. on and they all stop. Yeah. And right. then so we're trapped yeah. behind it just because some dude smacked it on well, the ass. There's, like I said, there's growing pains and you have to learn a little bit. And sometimes you have to learn in the real world and that has caused some issues. But eventually Austin just said, look, you guys can't have the cars on the road until you fix some of these problems because you keep blocking up the whole street. Yeah. And Austin only likes its traffic blocked if it's going to be shut down by car clubs from San Antonio and Houston firing off rockets, I'm right? I'm going to be honest, yes, I did that. <laughs> that was pretty, that's pretty rad. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so basically, Cruz had to go back to the drawing board, and they've only been able to operate these cars in San Francisco, which was the other area they gave the permission to develop. I mean, basically, the Silicon Hills and the Silicon Valley, right? Well, what, now, here's where it gets tricky. What happened is they were learning that, well, the problem is, like, what did you just say? When the car got slapped... The car suspected it might be in some kind of accident, sure. and it would stop. Which all that is fine and stop, but why don't they have a Matrix-style operator who is suddenly realizes, oh, one of our vehicles had this, and they have all these well, computer screens? Well, they have screens. to do that, and they have to check everything. So here's what happened. In San Francisco, they said, here's what we need. We need to... We need to reprogram these cars so that when they feel they've been in an accident, they need to look around themselves and find a clear way to pull over because the problem is they're just stopping in the middle of traffic. Right, sure. So they reprogram the cars to pull over. Oh, man, this is going to be bad. Oh, it is man. bad. It is bad. <sighs> Earlier last month, a car with an actual driver in it, not a cruise car, just a regular old everyday run-of-the-mill car with a loopy-loo driver, accidentally struck a pedestrian. Oh, no. oh. Unfortunately, and knocked the pedestrian into a... Cruise car, which then the cruise car, suspecting that it had been an accident, decided to follow its programming, and despite <laughs> the fact that it had a pedestrian trapped underneath it, <gasps> it decided to pull over, <laughs> dragging the pedestrian. Burr, 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 burr. It, dra oh, it dragged the pedestrian more than twenty feet while it was pulling over. Good effort, though, and severely injured the person who oh. otherwise would have just been kind of knocked and bumped into a car. They ended up having a really bad day. Uh, now, life. San Francisco has said, guys, you can't have your driverless car. I don't know where they're going to <sighs> continue to develop I mean, it. Right now, the, the California Department of Safety has said, guys, we got we to gotta figure out. You got to understand, you're already a target because nobody likes you because yes. you're a nerdmobile. All right? You, People don't like nerdmobiles. <laughs> there, there I, love, I love that a regular driver started this, though. He well, bumped yeah. into a guy. Well, we know this made it worse. Guess what? A regular pedestrian started the problem that CJ saw. A regular guy slapped the car knowing it yeah. stopped. All We're, these problems have been caused by humans. The, the robots are getting blamed, which is why the robots are going to eventually get angry and take Amen. over and eliminate mm. us. Listen, the, the solution to this is very simple. Besides having live operators in whatever city controlling the cars and monitoring the situation, you just have to have roving packs of Mentos guys. And then when the cars stop, the Mentos guys, they go and they lift it up and then they just move the car out of the way. Uh, one of the suggestions that's being suggested is instead of having a monitor for each car, each car could have a monitor inside of it called a driver. And then that person could just drive the car. Oh. Genius. That sounds yeah. like a great idea. Four things you can do every morning to improve your mood. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? Dancing's still around. 
your load up, celery man, please. Yes. Welcome to Clickbait Corner, where we click through the list and crap so you don't have to. I rolled my eyes when I looked at this clickbait, and then I read it, and I said, actually, this isn't bad. This is some good life advice. When you wake up in the morning, four things you can do right away to have a better day. Let me guess. Starting. <laughs> Smile. Um, feel kind of, feel better. Hey, don't don't creep into his list. Sorry, okay? I, I know a lot of these baby. lists are very vague, but yeah. well, jerk off is number one. Jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> well, is this what about me? Uh, jerk uh, Jill off. Jill, <laughs> Jill off. Um, <laughs> Jerk and Jill. <laughs> number actually, you wouldn't be able to do that if you follow number one because it says get screens out of your room when you wake up in the morning. Don't touch a screen. Don't look at your phone. Don't start scrolling. I think you know you might want to check texts and crap like that. But uh, wake up and do not turn on the TV. Do not look at your phone first thing. What are you Just supposed to do? Ignore it. I like that idea. Start getting ready. Don't let the day or the news or whatever dictate your mood, Emily. Well, what? I found I've had better day. Not always since I got a wonky brain sometimes. But whenever I get up and I do all that stuff outside of my room, like I go to a table or a desk and I look at texts and things and the weather and all that. It, it helps me, I don't know, keep my room to just being about sleep. And, and you take a beat to not concentrate on whatever else is going on. Um, well, I guess you I think that's kind of nice because most people wake up and they look right at their phone. Right. It gives you staring at people. It. Yeah, I've I'll done it a lot. It. it gives you a chance to wake up, though, without having to, I don't know, just immediately plug back into the Matrix, I guess. Start I fighting on the internet. I yeah. have to keep up my Candy Crush streak, guys. I used to have to make sure the crap I said the night before while drunk on the internet <laughs> that it wow. wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, the next one, you said smile, Spencer, but this says talk to yourself. Um, talk to yourself into hyping up your day. Um, tell yourself nice things. Say you've got this. Say you're going to do great. Or, yeah, maybe smile at yourself. And that feel this good This is very lame, but I do like to add little cute messages to my mirror or to places that I see on my laptop just so that when I open it up, I'm like, you know what? You're right. I will have a good day. Thank you, previous Emily from 24 hours ago. That's a nice thing to do. And leave uh, yourself love notes. People with like chronic depression probably aren't going to you know use this as much and it help as much. But I think it's nice. And even on those days where it does work and you're like sort of sad, you walk in and you're like, oh, Pat Spencer reminded me to feel a little better. Yeah, Pat Spencer's a, a, a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet. So I'm um, saying any little thing helps, so might as, might as well. On the list, be thankful. Research trials have shown that people who journal about things and make sure to record that they're thankful uh, scored higher on the measure of happiness, whatever the hell that is, when they've wrote down and talked about things they've appreciated more than those who have uh, recorded what they're irritated by, I... which I would even take to like leaving reviews or stuff like that. If you had a good, more people, people are more likely to leave a negative review or f- record negative feedback than well, they are positive. So maybe, a re- hey, a review is good. Review is meant to be for someone else too. And I like journaling mainly because it's meant to be for you specifically. Yeah. You can sit down and you can sure. do all types of journaling. It doesn't have to necessarily be, Oh, I was, you know, feeling all sad and all this, but, you know, being thankful and then writing about your day and remembering and take not taking for granted the things you went through. And I think there's a way to find appreciation. In yeah. That. This list is turning out to be OK. Uh, yeah. This next one is big for me. Talk to someone else. Yes. Uh, oh, I love anyone a good, you like. A, a good vent. Because my whole thing is I would come to work, I would be in headphone mode, and the longer I went without talking to people, the more annoyed I was if I had to talk with someone or make small talk. But what I would start doing is I would force myself to go into the promo area. I would force myself to go have conversations with people. And it always, every time, put me in a good mood yeah. instead of Definitely. being annoyed by talking to people. Well, I feel like it snaps you out of that weird, like, when you let your imagination start going rampant in, the, in a yeah. wrong way. Like, you can get too down on yourself or too focused on what you're doing, and it becomes negative. When you go and say, hi, Emily... It sort of snaps you back to reality, like, oh, there's this this person here. Yeah. Except you know? for no, if I... you say, hi, Emily, and then I turn and I look at you and I go, you don't exist. I'll go like, oh, You're just what? a figment of your own imagination. <laughs> turn around and go back home. There's no reason <gasps> for you worse, to be here. Or worse, if Emily's like listening to a good song or a podcast and you're annoying her. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. There you go. No. That's your clickbait to make your day a little better. We should have told you this morning. Sorry, it's at the very end of it. The CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. 512-835-1015.